there was this TikTok uh, video of this girl, this girl, and she was in Hawaii. Mm. Like she was in Hawaii. And she said to her mom, she was like, mom, the queen died. And she was like, who, Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> and she was talking about right. Queen Elizabeth. Right, right, yeah. That's what she was talking about. But, oh, but mom, you know, the, right. the Hawaiian some, sister, yes. she's thinking like, like, oh, oh you Beyonce. talking about Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> right, some people think Beyonce, right. So, yeah, so for her, the larger-than-life mystique may actually be her positive, her superpower. If it she, is. If she comes down, people are going to be like, like it, it may be a negative. What's up, y'all? Harkos here with the Music Making Sense Podcast. And with me, as always, is the Dapper Dan Mohawk, the man with the plan himself, living in always sunny Seattle, Washington, KP. How the hell you doing today, KP? Word, word, word. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, wet over here. Yeah. How's it over there in uh, the good old state of Indiana? Doing pretty good, man. It's starting to transition out of winter and go into spring. So we're getting like the off and on, like 60 degree days and stuff like that, like today was and stuff. So pretty positive, man. It was a nice sunny day for about half the day. So it was nice. Yesterday right was pretty sunny all day as well, too. So the sunny days, man, dude, I, I'm a I'm a creature of the sun, man. That shit fucking makes you feel good inside. I don't know oh, what yeah. it is, yeah. but... It does. But uh but yeah, so just jumping into it today, we actually wanted to go over um a video that KP had brought up to my attention and stuff. It's a pretty good video. I checked it out today as well too, that no labels necessary did on branding and they were talking about branding in the in the form of, of Beyonce, but they were talking about it like in general as well too. And you know, just like off top, like branding is is key in anything that you want to do, no matter what your business is, you know? And like, for instance, here at Music Making Sense Podcast, our brand is we discuss music marketing, you know, tactics and everything like that, news and everything that's going on with music marketing. We, we discuss that. We figure out ways that, you know, people can succeed and different ways to try to do different things in the form of branding and marketing and content and everything like that. Everything that has to do with music marketing, because it's called music making sense podcast is where you're trying to turn your music into making sense, not just money sense, but also reasoning sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's our brand over here. That's what we always come in here and talk about is music branding, getting that shit out there, trying to turn that hobby into a jobby and making it keep on moving. You know what I'm saying? If you like to say that one, <laughs> but you know, that's what we're trying to do and stuff. And so in, <laughs> yeah, but you know, but, uh, so that's what we try to do. And then when we are talking with artists, which we just did an artist spotlight, our first ever artist spotlight with uh, R&B artist royalty. And we were going yes, over yes. different different aspects with her on her, her stuff. And she's a very, very unique person. Um, the video is out before this one. This video comes out. So on all the platforms and everything. So make sure you go check that out if you haven't already. But she's a very, very unique person. And we were discussing different ways that she can showcase that uniqueness because she's literally like, um, anything I need to do, I'll build it from scratch type of person. And it's, you know, I think that's dope. a hundred percent myself because I, it's just, it's just in the, in the, in the world that we live in today of prepackaged and pre-made, you know, pre everything, 
seeing people they're just like no matter what it is they're just building it from scratch it just i I don't know like i i just personally i love that shit you know that's just my personal thing but um but yeah so the the video they were talking about um they were actually reacting to another video where somebody was talking about how beyonce um doesn't do a whole lot of the branding things that for instance rihanna does and then also too that kind of plays into the fact that when she launches different different products products and stuff like that it doesn't pop as well as it should for somebody like beyonce however with rihanna it it pops you know it, it tends to go even though rihanna's not quite at the beyonce level and what they were what they were saying is that you know it's 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 because of the way that she interacts with her fans, you know, and then the way that, you know, that people get out there and stuff. And I thought it was admirable that they weren't 100% shitting on Beyonce for not getting out and not doing small events and stuff. They said that it would go good, but they understand why she doesn't want to because, or she doesn't in general, maybe not want, you know, want may not be the right word, but that she doesn't do it because she's at the tippy top and doesn't feel like she needs to or you know something like that you know so uh like i thought i thought it was it was a really really good video just because you know they were discussing the different ways that you can connect with your fans and how how Corey even made a good point about how you know the the element of the larger than life celebrity I've heard him say this multiple times too. The the larger than life celebrity is something that people just don't have fascination for anymore. You know, they want that realism and stuff like that. And so they made the correlation where anytime you see, like the only time you ever see Beyonce out, she's done up and it's a big spectacle. You never see her just out randomly. However, in the case of Rihanna, you'll see her, out and about at like a gas station or something, you know, something like everyday people type of shit. She'll be looking good, but she may be dressed down a little bit, but still dressed up. If that makes sense, you know, stuff like that. So whenever she launches her, her stuff, it pops. Cause she has that connection with her fan base as like an everyday person. And, um, I, I just thought that that was, that was a really, really good point to make, you know, they made other points, but I, th- I, I felt personally, that that was my my big takeaway is that, you know, the stronger of connection that you build with your fan base, whenever you introduce something to them, the more it will pop without you even really having to be pushy. You just do it. Did you feel about the same way on that, KP? Yeah, and actually I was thinking about two people mm-hmm. as, we were, as you were speaking about Beyonce. Taylor Swift and um, who else was I just thinking about? All right, all right, all right. I just wanted to come in here and let every single one of y'all who love raw, real underground hip hop know about a dope show I found over on YouTube. And they're exclusively on YouTube as well, too, all right? It's called Hip Hop Radar 
Underground. Make sure you go check them out. They got live Friday shows every single Friday, showcasing artists from all across the world. Underground, raw, real hip hop. And if you're an artist, you can actually go and submit your music there too and get it popping on that show. It's a great place to go and network with everybody as well too. Everybody that watches that show and tunes in live are raw, real hip hop fans all right so it's a great place to find some real lovers of your music and like i said if you love listening to dope new music make sure you go check them out they also offer artist spotlight interviews as well too so if you're an artist you want a spotlight go ahead and hit them up over there me and kp were just previously on there and we had a dope interview sat down with the host himself sack juggalo and had a great conversation it was a great opportunity so i just wanted to cut this message right here for every single one of y'all who love raw real hip-hop or you're an artist make sure you go check out hip-hop radar underground over on youtube you can also follow them over on ig make sure you go check them out all right let's get back to the show taylor and oh gosh um you said rihanna yeah i said but, rihanna um, and beyonce i was comparing those two mm -hmm. i know they I also in, in the video they also talked about kanye there briefly they didn't talk about about uh excuse me taylor swift where they talked about how kanye he really emboldened the brands that he was doing like you saw him always wearing yeezys and stuff like that so he really is like hey i wear this too you should as well right but, but what i was gonna say mm -hmm. was um more so with uh, with her it's the connection like i was looking at with taylor swift her going to the chiefs game Mm -hmm. right and connecting with the fans now in the past beyonce has gone to basketball games a lot yeah uh, quite a bit right mm -hmm. so that was a connection that they did have with her now when she was when she was out for a bit when she first started coming out yeah she did start doing that but i think it was a lot of the ridicule and things like that she was going through and people just attacking her from different angles and stances mm -hmm. that she took and, and it just she just decided to go private and not put anything out until like recently mm -hmm. when she made the appearance at when she made her appearance at the cameo appearance at the super bowl mm -hmm. and then comes out with the two country soul songs care um cared uh, 16 carriages and um um texas hold'em mm -hmm. right now, now the thing is, what's crazy is that with her putting out those songs, there are a lot of people who are like, who are jumping on the bandwagon. And I was watching Shannon Sharp, who spoke about this on, um, shout out to Shannon and uh, Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Um, they were speaking this on Nightcap. And he stated that Taylor Swift is moving the needle more so than Beyonce right now mm. because of her going on to going to the Kansas City Chiefs games, dating Travis Kelsey and just being in that, just being out there and just her showcasing the spirit and just love and the you know support for the game and jumping up and down showing like oh my god my boyfriend is fucking killing it you know he's catching touchdowns and they're cheering and being like showing that 
Right. Oh my God, they're in overtime and right the the, the, the anticipation. Being so the it's every like, girl. Be, yeah, being, being the every being woman. the every yeah. girl. Yeah, yeah, being the every girl, like right there, mm-hmm. right. And as funny as we were talking about brand uh, brand archetypes, now when you think about it, Beyonce does. Beyonce has gotten away from being the every the everyday the every girl every woman type. She mm-hmm. has, yeah, and sure. it's and it's because of the fact that she's she's able she was just able to do it in a way where she got she she became more of a private person and mm-hmm. decided to just take it to it, take it to a different level. Now, mm-hmm. there's been some things said, but I don't know if you ever heard of uh, Jaguar Wright, but she's a uh, yeah. I, She's a she's 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 a former she's a back she was a, a back she was a vocalist mm-hmm. back in the nineties back in the um, back in the early um, like late nineties early two thousands and um, she's there's some things that she said but they I think spread some also rumors. Well, I mean, it's been some. I won't say rumors. I'll just say that you know there's some. She uh, there's stuff. some allegations saying she's just saying some things and mm-hmm. sometimes people talk it, sometimes it's legit you never know until it all crumbles right you never yeah. know right yeah. so but any but she's but the thing is i think with beyonce dealing with that mm-hmm. and she's been she she also speaks through her music like she's spoken mm-hmm. about their relationship Right. And seeing Solange, seeing her sister and Jay-Z on the elevator and, and Solange is, you know, is a, is pretty much assaulting Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that sort of thing. So seeing that and then the, I think the breakup of uh, Destiny's Child mm-hmm. as well. And just being accused of stealing songwriting and things like that. She's like, you know what? And, and women... The one thing I noticed with women is that when things like that start happening, except for there's been a couple of women who've gone out and just started just just pretty Go much crazy, saying yeah. a lot of stuff, right? And she decided, I'm just going to back out mm-hmm. and not say anything. So and, yeah, and as a record myself, way, I kind of yeah, I kind of uh, you know respect that you know the fact that yeah. she was like you know what I'm gonna pull out I'm gonna do like mm-hmm. a tour here and there or whatever still be Beyonce put out some shit but I'm just gonna get back here and and live my life for me how yeah. do what I want live with my family and you know everything like that I mean she got but two mm-hmm. young kids I know she got one but like yeah. I think she got two right yeah two yeah so yeah, like two. two younger kids maybe she was like you know what we got money we're good. I'm just going to like, you know, just put a little gas on the fire every once in a while, but I just want to enjoy my life, be here, do this. And, and Brayman Sean, he even said something about that, you know, about trying to be the every, the every woman, you know what I'm saying? But like she mm-hmm. could, you know, with the, uh, the, uh, was it like the hair, hair the salon, hair salon, hair salon, yeah, hair yeah, salon, hair salon yeah. line, going to hair she, salons, like mm-hmm. doing a little tour. She could go to hair salons, or she could be at home doing Blue Ivy's hair or something like that. If she wanted to put Blue Ivy in the, you know, in the light like that, which he said that's mm-hmm. completely, you know, their choice, obviously. But she could be, you know, maybe get her sister or something. You know what I'm saying? Like she could be doing some stuff like that to be like, yeah, look, I'm just like everybody else. I do my friend or my sister or my cousin's hair as well too, or my daughter's hair, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do that kind of shit too, even though I'm I'm not larger than life. I'm just like y'all. 
You know what I'm saying? And and you're right with the Taylor Swift. She builds that deep connection with her fans, like like the girl next door type shit. It's like, oh, yeah, I just saw Taylor over there, you know, type of thing. But here's the thing we have to consider as well. Mm. Her fan base. Beyonce's mm-hmm. fan base it are a lot of strong black women mm-hmm. who feels that she is the queen. There's a lot of mm. women of color who feel she is a queen because it was funny. So her being um, larger than life queen, is a positive. Yeah, because, dude, it was funny. It's funny. This was so weird. You're right. Because mm-hmm. there was a moment, there was this TikTok uh, video of this girl, this girl, and she was in Hawaii. Mm. Like, she was in Hawaii. And she said to her mom, she was like, Mom, the queen died. And she was like, who, Beyonce? <laughs> and she was talking about right. Queen Elizabeth. Right, right, yeah. That's what she was talking about. But, oh, but mom, you know, the, right. si- the Hawaiian some, yeah, sister, some she thinking like, like, oh, oh you talking about Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> right, some people think Beyonce, right. So, yeah, so for her, the larger-than-life mystique may actually be her positive, her superpower. If it she, is. If she comes down, people are going to be like, like, it, it may be a negative, you know? And so, like... You know, I, I, Sean and them, you know, they were giving her mad props. They weren't being disrespectful to her, you know. No, they like weren't. They, they weren't. They were saying, hey, look, you know, when she launches products, they don't go quite as well statistically like when some other people like Taylor or Rihanna do. You know what I'm saying? They were mainly, con- they would actually didn't say Taylor at all. They were talking about Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? And right. so they were saying, well, can I say why though? It's something. Yeah. Yeah. Be- and I can tell you, I can, I can tell you exactly why. Mm. She's a performer. Mm hmm. She is a true performer that because that persona that she puts out when she, when she hits the stage, Mm -hmm. she doesn't even need to, she doesn't even need to have an opening act. Right. It's just her. That's it. Done. Period. Just her. Yeah. They mentioned. She gets, she, she gets, and here's the thing. I get that Taylor Swift is, uh, is, is a phenomenal is a phenomenal performer when she gets out there on stage. She's electrifying. Right, Rihanna as well. But, yeah, yeah Rihanna, I, no, Rihanna ain't no. as electrifying. Okay. I don't know. I mean, and I'm, I'm going to keep it 100. No. Okay. But here's the thing. I think with, with, with Taylor, see, Taylor is given more of the everyday, is more given more of the every girl, whereas, mm-hmm. honestly, Beyonce is no longer that. She's a ruler. Right. She's a ruler. That makes and sense. And that's what it is. It may, yeah, she's a ruler. Yeah, so she's, to, she's right, built so her way it, up to that. She, yeah. She's built her way up to that point. And Taylor just still like, keeps I mean, it where she started. Yeah. yeah, she just keeps it where it started. But, and yeah, okay, she has the connectivity. But right. I'm going to have to say this to Shannon Sharp. If you ever listen to our podcast, my brother, I love you. You are probably, I think you are one, I think you are the true pioneer conversationalist when it comes to, when it comes to social media today. Truly, I think he is the way he has the way he has moved the needle. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about Shannon Sharp as well, because I think there's something that he that he's done that is so unique from being a a Hall of Famer to now becoming one of the biggest personalities on social media today. Yeah, just by sitting down and having conversations with people and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be able to do that conversation style stuff goes really well especially if it does because it's so authentic it right. right you yeah, can hold right right because yeah, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. and but here's the thing i gotta say this to him my friend and he said this on nightcap 
I I get where you're coming from as far as the moving the needle, but what I think he was saying is what I think Shannon Sharp is trying to say is Taylor Swift does have a connectiv a stronger connectivity as far as that everyday girl mm -hmm. type of feel, but Beyonce has elevated to the point where she's a ruler. Mm -hmm. Well, and and on, that's the difference. Yeah, and and honestly, there's a big difference. Yeah, and honestly, too, like trying to compare those two is is like apples and oranges. You know what I'm saying? And and you know what I'm saying. So that's it's why I the think, same thing. Yeah, and so that's why I think that that Brandman kept saying comparing to Rihanna because Rihanna Rihanna would be more of a different type of apple than beyonce but there's still apples type of you know what i'm saying like if that got honey crisp with you know, the yeah, yeah honey crisp with the red or whatever, yeah, gala agree, or whatever yeah, yeah, right you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah like like they're mm -hmm. in the same lane because they're they both are they they both have a a similar vibe within a sphere you know what i'm saying you know it may be a wide right. sphere right but like but you know like what you just said like they're told taylor is has built a brand of of just being over here, the everyday girl writing these songs about breakups, everything like that, being able to have that connectivity. And Beyonce has always built this larger than life personality. And and yeah, like like um like like Sean was saying as well too, is that like Beyonce could do like a 250 person little get together, little private show, meet and greet type thing, but like her fans are so used to the big extravaganza every time they see her that it would be weird. Like it would, it would be so off brand, you know? And so yeah. like, you know, that's one of the things that I took away as well too, is that when you build a brand, you need to stick with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you build a brand and it's you truly, it'll be easy to stick with, you know? So, yeah. so like, that's probably why Beyonce never tried to do anything like that really in general. Right. Yeah. All right, all right, y'all. I just wanted to hop in here again real quick. Yes, I know again, but you know what? We rock with a lot of people here and a lot of people rock with us here at Music Making Sense Podcast. So I got to tell you about all these great people, all right? And this one right here right now is Mad K Studios, all right? Go check them out, madkstudios.com. Mad K is a dope artist, man. This guy can draw or paint almost anything, okay? He really, really specializes in like portrait arts for memorialization of of your favorite car or a family member or a loved one or something like that. All right. Full commission artwork, no copy and paste shit or nothing like that. All right. Custom designs. If you want it, make sure you go hit up madkstudios.com for your custom art piece. And you can even go check out some of the pieces that he's done for freelance and stuff like that. And you can also get it on a shirt. He's got coffee mugs and mouse pads and all kinds of other decorative pieces of artwork that you can go and check out as well too so if you're a connoisseur of art you're looking for a nice piece of knickknack or something like that around the house or if you want a custom artwork designed for a loved one or something that's cherished in your life that you want memorialized in an actual painting a real painting make sure you go check out madkstudios.com let them know harcos over at music making sense podcast sent you all right, let's get back to the show. I mean, she tried to do the Dario. She had yeah. the Darion jeans and stuff like that. And the, and the thing was that she sold those. And actually, I think that was one of her best um, Did she endeavors. Was try, try, yeah, and it's not mm. really doing as well. Even with right. her being, even with her being a, um, a record label owner, mm -hmm. it's just she's too. 
she's too she's too strong of a performer right yeah way so too strong that's of just, a performer that's just where she is then you know and that's that's yep. where she succeeds which is positive you know yeah absolutely that's like michael J- like if anybody like everybody talks about when i hear this thing where you could compare her to you compare taylor swift to michael jackson i can honestly say the one person who I think is that you could compare to Michael Jackson, where she's on that that was they're on that level of royalty, mm-hmm. truthfully, as a performer, is Beyonce. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that most definitely because yeah, she does go all out and everything like that. It, it is a spectacle, and Michael would always make she a spectacle goes as well too. hard. Yeah, and you know what? Fucking hard. I mean, she she. She lives well off of it, you know, so she's perfected her craft and she is what she is. But I think, you know, for whatever reason, the person that initially made the video that that no labels necessary reacted to, they they made it for some reason. I, I don't know what their motives were. Sean didn't really go into that stuff like that. But, you know, them them bringing it up and trying to say, oh, well, you know, she's not like Rihanna. She doesn't have that connectivity. She can't sell like Rihanna stuff. It's like, okay, but like, it's two totally different things. Like Rihanna has built a different brand. Like, yeah, they're in the same kind of sphere, but there's, it's a different brand than what Beyonce has because of the performance, because of, because of all she this She can stuff. sell a product. She, yeah. see, Rihanna can sell a product. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fine. Right. But also you have to think about, and not just, not just when you think about it, why hasn't, Mary J. Blige come out with the boots yet mm-hmm. because she doesn't focus on product. She focuses on performance. Right. Yeah. And she just wants, and when she does, she rocks. She just, she likes to rock her style, her signature style mm-hmm. on stage and to where people want that. They want that look. Right. Right. It, and know, two and is when it comes to and the way and two the way when you think about their again with their audience, mm-hmm. which are a lot of which are which are black women, mm-hmm. they're looking at this sister like okay yeah this sister is up here they got that you know what I'm saying they they're giving her that they're giving her that pedestal mm-hmm. because they don't because because the way black women have been looked at throughout Hollywood mm-hmm. and throughout throughout the industry. So they're going to be like, so they're going to give her that strong. They're going to give her a pedestal, a strong pedestal on that platform. Right. right? And, and then some they're going to give her that uplifting. So, yeah, so it's going to be one of those things. That's what you're going to end up seeing. Yeah. And some people build them. a brand as being a fashion icon and some people are mm-hmm. an entertainment icon. And some people like everybody's got their own iconic thing, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, like like Kanye is a fashion dude way more than jay-z is even though jay-z started in the fashion stuff before kanye you know and stuff like that you know so that is uh you know that it just kind of it's it's like how you build yourself you know kanye since he started was always talking about fashion shit and stuff like that and 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 you know jay-z was on a whole different level you know yeah he, he did he had his own style with it and he was always you know he was talking about different things but not on the same level. And so like, I, th- I just think that's like a, a, it's a case study. It's like, you know, you can compare these people, you can compare Beyonce to Rihanna or Mary J. Blige or, you know, anybody, anybody pick a name, you know, Michael Jackson to Taylor Swift or whatever, whatever you want to do. They all have their different brand that they've reached the top of, 
or close to the top of, you know, and that is the key right there is to, is to find your brand, maybe through trial and error, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to pick it immediately, but you know, find some of your strengths, one or two, maybe even and growth, them, growth, and then growth, growth from there. The, exactly. Yeah. Growth. Well, well, mm-hmm. I think growth is one of those things that if you, and I'm not saying grow from there, what I'm saying is that growth, growth is one of those things that I feel will help you understand your brand more than anything. Mm-hmm. Like when you would, cause when you, cause it, it because it also experience, mm-hmm. right. And I'm saying that from experience that, being that I know how I am when it comes to certain things I do in this industry mm-hmm. and when it comes to the business aspects. Right. Mm-hmm. So having the experience that I have, it gives me a better idea of what those brand archetypes are and who I want to target, where mm-hmm. I want to target, how I want my, and even how I want to target my um brand. Right. What am I doing with it? How am I going to, what type of clothes am I wearing? What colors I'm representing? Setups, stage presence, all those things, mm-hmm. right? Those things truly do matter. And when you're marketing that, you know, you got to look at it. Like if you're, and just, just say this, if you're in a band, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that you want to do is, I know people say that uh, you, you know, people want to get away from the larger in the life persona, mm-hmm. but, when it comes to rock and metal, you kind of have to have it. You gotta yeah. have, you got to, you have to do it. Like you gotta be a little bit larger than life because people want the rock star. Yeah. No matter yeah. what they want, the metal yeah. God, they want the metal God and the rock star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Straight up guys. You cannot be that type of, you can't, you can't walk in the med because people, you're, you're going to be boring. Mm-hmm. They're not. That's why you notice today where a lot of bands are not be the today's bands aren't getting looked at or being like talked about yeah, or praised. Like you only got, yeah, it's only you only got like maybe bad omens. Like uh, you got Will Ramos um, and uh, uh, Ronnie Radke who are being talked about and Vessel mm-hmm. of Sleep Token, right? They're the only ones really being talked about, but. People want, and even MJK was t- being talked about for a while when he came out doing the power punk thing with pop punk and power punk mm-hmm. with Travis Barker, right? Mm-hmm. Travis Barker is still being talked about to this day because he's brought a rock star approach, OG rock star approach to the drums. Yeah, right? and what's interesting so is that that's he was why you one have to do that. Few drummers that popped more than the rest of the band. Like, yeah. dude, I can't think of anybody else's name within Blink One Eight. Well, Tom DeLonge and uh, Mark Mark <laughs> Mark Hoppus. I I I mean, I love those guys. I, I, I yeah, love but a lot of but them, so. how many people? If you took a poll, how many people would be like? If you put all three of those names up there, how many people would say, you know, that any of those besides, you know, uh, um, Tom DeLonge has a um, I think Tom DeLonge with um, Angels and Airways was his second project. Mm. That he did was some that was some that was that was a pretty popping project. Yeah, but, but yeah, well, you are right. But Travis just has it, that yeah. rain recognition. Plus, he's able to get into, mm-hmm. especially when he started doing the drumming with hip hop artists, and mm-hmm. people like people started recognizing him with drumming and hip hop, and mm-hmm. then just the speed he has with on with with one kick drum with a single kick mm-hmm. pedal, right? Like 
seeing that talent, they're just like, oh shit. Well, let me, you know, and right. then him putting out an album with other hip hop artists. And that was just like, that was a killer project. Right. So, yeah. So he, so did yeah, So the, the, the thing is like, yeah, if you are in rock and metal guys, you yeah. gotta be like, you gotta be a rock star. And I think for jazz, if you are in jazz, like if you want to be that jazz artist that really pops, the one thing you've got to do is you got to be, you got to be, you got to be an innovator with your instrument. Mm -hmm. And like, you got to make that instrument speak to the people in a way where they're like, even if it's your voice, you got to really like, and, and, and you got to be able to break the rules because the person who's actually um, became like an influence within jazz today, like today's modern jazz is Jay Dilla, rest his soul. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the masters, you know, the jazz masters, they ended up passing away. And a lot of the music kind of went into the, a lot of the music went into the classroom environment. So, a lot of it was mostly just the students who are still students of jazz who was taking it, but somebody has to be the one to. And, and Robert Glass, Robert Glasper was one who did it, mm -hmm. but because he broke the rules where he was able to bring jazz, and then he started listening to Dilla and just started playing Dilla lick, playing Dilla tunes on his um, on piano. And then being a, a classically trained pianist as well. So classically jazz, classical jazz pianist trained. And so him being able to do that. And then you got Chris Daddy Dave. But and the UK jazz is start is was was really starting to make some was doing some hot shit as well. But if for a jazz artist, yeah, you got to be, you've got to be that rule breaker. Like, and I, and the only way I would say, if you're going to truly understand the rule breaker of, of, of jazz, you got to go back to Miles Davis and, and, and John Coltrane and those, and those pioneers of it. And then listen to dear Jay Dilla as well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that, I mean, because then it's like understanding the rules, breaking them and then going there, even like listening to somebody like Sun Ra and, and, you know, artists like that, like. Yeah, really. That's what you, I, I think. And even Corey was talking about that in the, I think the first uh, episode they were they had where he said that he was talking about you know jazz or classical artists who are out there today. It's just yeah, you have to be, you have to be a rule breaker. All right, all right, all right, y'all. I just want to take a quick break right here to tell you about something hot and spicy. And no, I'm not talking about that Latina thing that you saw on Tinder the other day. I'm talking about hot sauce. And not just any hot sauce, but Tennessee Hot Sauce Co. Alright? I personally know the owner of Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, and I've seen him grow this company from just something that he would sell a few bottles at the local farmer's market to something that can ship all across the United States now, alright? And you guys have a unique opportunity right now to save 20% by using the code MMCPOD when you check out on any order over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's website, all right? That's tnhotsauceco.com. Make sure you all go check them out and use the code MMCPOD over at checkout and save 20%. 
you guys got to check this out, all right? They have all kinds of great, great flavors. My personal favorite is Poblano Jalapeno. It has a mild kick to it because I'm a little bit of a bitch when it comes to spices, but it has great, great flavor. I put it on all kinds of stuff. I put it on steaks. I put it on burgers when I'm cooking them. I put it on tacos and enchiladas, stuff like that as well too. But I've tried many of these other flavors like the garlic habanero, and the honey habanero, the blood orange ghost, and the pineapple habanero. Now, the pineapple habanero was one that really, really snuck up on me because it had a great sweet flavor of the pineapple, and it wasn't nothing overbearing, but it had a very, very good flavor to it. And then all of a sudden, boom, I got hit in the ass with a habanero, and I had to go grab some milk, all right? But these are some great flavors, and they have all kinds of different options. They have the collection, which has the full lineup of all six of their most popular sauces. They also have different subscription boxes. You have a three-sauce option, a four-sauce option, yearly and bi-yearly options available as well, too, for the boxes. Then you also have all kinds of other new flavors that they have that I've never tried yet. I actually got to get that shipment in here soon of the barrel-aged whiskey and the mustard dill scorpion those are two that look very very interesting and i want to try them out one thing i did try is one of their new options that they have here which is the poblano jalapeno beef jerky but like i said i love the poblano jalapeno sauce and whenever i tried this jerky no bullshit i ate the whole bag before i can even sit down and shoot this promo right here all right and so luckily i know the owner like i said so i got another bag on the way but y'all gotta go check it out and he also told me they got some more flavors coming out of the jerky as soon as they get operations up and running on that brand new venture right there, all right? So again, make sure you all go over tnhotsauceco.com, use promo code MMCPOD at checkout and save 20% on your order. And on top of that, orders $50 and over are free shipping in the United States. So again, make sure you go check this out. Small batch, small brand, but powerful flavors tennessee hot sauce company now let's get back to the show yeah that makes sense like especially with the, with the rock portion i don't know as much about jazz like you do but you know i have f a strong familiarity with with rock and metal and stuff like that and yeah you you have to be well, like you you gotta be that character you gotta have you gotta have the visual with it. it's a highly you know a lot of music is highly visual and that's one thing I see, like in the hip hop space, for instance, um, mm -hmm. you know, there, you know, depending on what level you're at in hip hop, where, wherever you operate, you will see similar things where there will be an artist showcase in the, you know, the, one of the big cities or whatever in your state. And, you know, these artists will come out and for an artist showcase, it's never any big artists. It's always small to medium sized artists and stuff like that. And when they come out and stuff like that, they'll be out there and, you know, any video that you see most of the time, it never has a crowd shown at all. You know what I'm saying? For a reason. Um, but then they'll be up on social media, gassing it up, talking about how, you know, it was a movie and, you know what I'm saying? They went apeshit and, you know, it's a hell of a fucking thing, blah, 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 everything like that. Right. And then, of course, with the internet being the internet, you'll see, you know, like, so this is this is something that happened recently in, in Indianapolis, right? So there was an artist showcase. Okay. Some people went down there and I follow a decent amount of Indianapolis artists 
uh, on my on my Facebook and stuff like that. So I see this and okay, and they're always having beef. Like I I got out of the Indianapolis circuit intentionally because it's 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 all the soap operas combined with Jerry Springer on the worst day. Oh and, my god! And, and it's just like it's just nonstop. Anytime something happens, there's there's always beef with everyone, and for no reason half the time, just because you know a, a lot of people just think that if you know they they have they have like a, a scarcity mindset where they're like if if I'm not gaining the fans, somebody else is getting my fans. And it's like people can listen to 50 different artists in one day you know that right like right. they're not just listening yeah. to only one artist yeah. a day you know what i'm saying it's not yeah. like it's not like my wall where we would just grab a cd and take it out the house with us and we would listen to the cd from the artist all day you know and then obviously the ability came to make mixtapes and then we would be able to mix it up with different songs from different right. artists but now you know it depends on how long you're listening to music throughout the day on how many artists you can actually listen to in one day and but you know a lot of these people when they're trying to I, I understand it when you're trying to grind and you're trying to get there you want to try to capture everything that you can you know and right. and if you see somebody else capturing or somebody else trying to get in your way you get defensive and i get it you know it's a survival tactic you know it's a, it's a killer be killed type of situation but things are so much bigger than that you know and and what's really crazy is that like you know i can sit there and i can tell people i'm like hey stop worrying about you know stop worrying about nap all right the the whole world's out here for you and they'll be like no man that's what i was talking about is you know we need to stop thinking about nap and blah 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 and then like the next six posts they're still bitching about the nap beef between Nap and Fort Wayne or fucking Muncie or some shit like that, right? They're all, these are all cities in Indiana for those of y'all who don't know familiar yeah. with Indiana, right? But like, you know, these different cities and stuff like that that don't hardly ever connect with each other, especially Indianapolis and Fort Wayne. That's like opposite sides of the state almost. And mm -hmm. like, they're sitting there beefing, like talking about, oh yeah, this garbage ass, you know, there's like, like talking shit about each other and everything like that. And I'm just like, why? But then, but then I realized, I'm like, oh yeah, because most of these people, most of these artists make music for other artists and you can hear it in their lyrics. They're like, Oh yeah, I'm better than half these rappers and blah, blah, blah. They talk about other artists in their music. And I'm just like, what the fuck are It's just, it's just a stunt. It's just, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and like, I understand like the Biggie versus Pac shit or something like that, where you're like one-on-one -on -one versus another artist. But these guys will be like in general, all those other artists you know what i'm saying like they won't even have a one-on-one -on -one beef half the time with their shit it's 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 so minimally minded as i like to say right they're mental yeah, midgets that, with a lot of the shit and it it's it boggles my mind because it's such it's I so infectious why. of a fucking mind yeah. virus right as and soon as so it gets into their brain trivial. they can't get yeah no but it, it's a mind virus as soon as it gets in their brain they just can't stop until it's exhausted you know what i'm saying yeah. it's it's but then, but then as soon as everything goes away, give it a week or two, because this thing just happened like last weekend or whatever, right? Right. I think, you know, you give it a week or two and it will, it will go away. And then people will forget that that thing even, even happened, right? Until the next thing, right? Until the Shreese Festival or until whatever. Like, 
Yeah, I, I, whenever I had, whenever I had hip hop hour for four years, right? It was a radio show style podcast for those of y'all don't know. I used to have from 2017 to 2021. And whenever I first started, the artists that I had were from my local area, like Indianapolis and surrounding areas and stuff like that. Those were the artists that I found on there. And then I started making connections with people that they knew, other artists that they knew, and then it started growing. And so then for a while, I branded myself as, putting on for the greatest Indiana hip hop artists, right? Well, then I started making connections outside of Indiana. And so then I'm like, okay, from the United States, right? And then I started making connections in the UK. And I'm like, yo, these cats are fucking dope. Like they, they're like raw with it. I'm like, okay. And so then I was just like around the world, right? And then that's when I finally broke the the small minded shit about king of the city or king of the state type of shit. And I'm just like, right. You know? And so then I started showcasing artists from all over. I had artists from UK, Ireland, um, um, Belarus, Australia, you know what I'm saying? And then like a bunch of places, like most of them were in the United States or UK, but I'm saying like I had, I had a little bit spread out and you know, it, it was dope. But whenever I realized that and it was from some podcasts I was listening to and stuff like that where I started hearing statistics like you know three and a half billion people are on the internet and growing and roughly about half of them have English as at least the second language if not a first so I'm sitting here I'm like okay one and a half to two billion people are a potential market now obviously they all have different interests not everybody loves hip-hop music yada yada but you got one and a half billion people to, to market too, if you get a half of a percent of that, that's a lot, you know what I'm saying? And Facts. so, and I'm like sitting there, I'm just like half a billion people or a, a billion and a half people. There's no city on the planet that has anywhere near that. The biggest is like 7 million or something like that. Right. And yeah, so I'm sitting here trying to tell people, I'm like, yo, look, for instance, Indianapolis, right. It's like 3 million or something like that. I'm like, yo, if, you know how hard it's going to be for you to get 40,000 real fans out of only 3 million people. Like statistically, it's going to be more difficult than if you try to get it out of three and a half billion people. And so I started coming at it from that mindset and trying to tell people they just don't want to fucking, they don't want to listen. I, I don't know. Some people just can't listen. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Everybody in due time will figure it out or they won't, you know, but but whenever they are out there on their music pages talking this shit about other fucking cities and stuff like that with all this beef and stuff, I'm sitting here thinking, you are making this your brand now. Why? Why are you having it be your brand? Are you a beef artist or are you trying to fucking spread the vibes? You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking about right. one artist in particular. He's all about his music is vibey and wavy and all that shit. It's all about the vibe and fucking blah, 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 everything like that. You know what I'm saying? And then you go and you get on the same place you market your music and you start talking all this shit about, oh, motherfuckers make music out in Muncie. I didn't even know Muncie had artists, blah, 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 shit like that. Well, your fans in California are going to be like, what the fuck is a Muncie? You know what I'm saying? They don't know that shit. Right. If you really are getting out there like that, and you're getting out beyond just your city that technically he don't even fucking live in. We're not going to get into that, though. But if you're getting out beyond Nap, right, that you don't live in, right. dude, don't even live in Nap. 
But anyway, you're getting out beyond that, supposedly, and, you know, tens of thousands of streams, you know, listeners on Spotify and all that shit. Then motherfuckers aren't going to care about some local beef. And that's not your brand. So stay on brand. You know what I'm saying? You don't see Beyonce beefing with some, you know, California R&B artist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's not her brand. She's larger than life. You know, so... So when you're formulating your brands, you know, and like he's like like KP said, you know, you you're gonna have to test a lot of things. It comes with experience and everything. Realize what doesn't work. Yeah, you may start getting a lot more engagement on social media, but it's not the right so engagement that you want. You know, you you need to put out your music, be steady with it, and grind your ass off, and not worry about this shit. If you have true beef with somebody. You handle that shit with them or you delete them, right? Don't worry about putting that out there and stuff like that. That's I, that's just like a, a gripe that I just kind of, it popped up on my chest uh, that I've been seeing on my Facebook feed. Because I'm sitting here, I'm trying to network, I'm trying to help artists with their marketing and stuff like that. <clears throat> and, 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 you know, whenever I see artists post something, I, you know, if, if I can add some knowledge in there, especially if it's about music and music marketing, stuff like that, I try to throw my two cents in there and try to build that connection and give value. You know what I'm saying? But whenever I'm scrolling through my feed and I'm just seeing, I don't know if it was just today, the fucking alignment of planets and shit like that is all weird or whatever, but everybody was like, so like morbidly depressed on their fucking social media today. It was like either depression or bitching. It was crazy. Like nobody was out there fucking like popping and moving like they have been the rest of the week so far. All right, y'all, let me take a quick break right here to tell you about something that's completely fucking ridiculous, okay? It's called HorribleDesigns.com. And I personally know the owner, and he's just as ridiculous as this whole fucking company is, okay? If you or someone you know loves stickers and mugs and shirts with crazy outlandish sayings on them that just are designed to catch people's attention out in public and get them to laugh and point and ask you, hey, where'd you get that t-shirt or where'd you get that sticker when they see it on your car and stuff like that y'all gotta go check out horribledesigns.com at horribledesigns.com they have all kinds of ridiculous sayings on stickers and coffee mugs t-shirts vinyl stickers magnets and even mouse pads okay and i'm telling you if you guys have not checked out horribledesigns.com you got to go check it out because some things are straight up great like the american muscle mouse pad it's got some awesome pictures of great muscle cars if you're into cars or you know somebody who's into muscle cars and they need some great mouse pad to have while they're on the computer working but then they also have dumbass fucking t-shirts that say things like are you staring at my ass with a picture of a donkey on it or stickers that say are you staring at my beaver with a picture of a beaver on it stuff like that man completely ridiculous shirts and stickers coffee mugs everything like that anything that you can ever think about having just to get people's attention make a statement out in public and just completely be ridiculous and to do it with some horrible designs at the exact same time and like i said i know the owner so he hooked us up with a great deal where you can save right now by using the link below in the description whenever you go there and shop you will not only support music making sense podcast but you also get a great deal on any and everything that you decide to purchase every time that you use that link right there in the description below so make sure you go check that out right now horribledesigns.com use the link below in order to get good savings go check it out buy some ridiculous shit for yourself or someone you know 
All right, now let's get back to the show. So I don't know if it was just a hump day blues or whatever or something like that. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, when I see stuff like that, man, I just like, bro, y'all got to focus on what your brand actually is and stop trying to stunt and stop beefing over dumb shit. Like, it was a little 50-person All-Star Weekend showcase. Like, it's not like it was headlining the Black Expo and in, in, the Indie Black Expo. You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. It wasn't like a right. big fucking event in Indie. It wasn't like you were on the stage at motherfucking Pacers going to the fucking finals or something like that. Or the fucking Colts getting the Super Bowl. It wasn't a big deal. It was this little 50 or 100 person gathering. You know? Mm. Like, come on. <laughs> Come on, like, get above your own fucking nose. You know what I'm saying? Get beyond that shit. <laughs> Fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially when I see people popping nah, off about all their streaming numbers and all the fans they got. I'm like, well, for one, you couldn't pack out a fucking 200 capacity fucking building. <laughs> and for two, and for two, you're beefing over some dumb shit with motherfuckers that live three hours away from you that weren't even there. Like, come right, man. You know, but anyway, sorry, uh, it's kind of diverted on there, but it does have to do with your brand. <laughs> so it's on right. topic. It's just a bitch session from Harcos, which happens sometimes. But, but, uh, but yeah, no, 100%. I don't know if I can add anything else. Yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah. And, and I just like, and that happens you know, in any I, genre too. You've yeah, talked to me. You've talked about genre. shit that's happened in the metal scene and stuff like that with that too. I mean, some yeah. of the beef was about different stuff, but sometimes it'll be territorial stuff, you know. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's that's what I think is the dumbest. Is is territorial? Like if it's a personal beef or if it's uh you know something like that, you know, baby mama drama type of thing. Okay, whatever. I can kind of understand that, but if it's like territorial like come on man like we got the internet now you know you don't have to literally fight for stage time in your city anymore as the only way to get it known it's just not necessary yeah. i mean you can travel like you know what i'm saying you can go travel and you can build it's easy it is i mean you can build a fan base online and then mm -hmm. you can just start like getting out there and travel and vlogging and doing mm -hmm. things like that and really just making it exciting like i think i think it's way more exciting to get out here as a musician and start you know, creating your you know booking your own shows cre mm -hmm. even like creating your own shows where mm -hmm. you like buy out a theater or rent out something and then you start doing shows there and stuff mm -hmm. like you know there's just so many great ways to get out here and 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 build your fan base i mean look at lil russell you know exactly Russell's doing it like the way he's doing it and it's just really exciting because it's like so cool to see him get out in his city and 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 rock the mic and just be shooting videos and got cats dancing and you know just 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 creating really cool content that people are like really connecting with and, yeah because he's enjoying yeah, and, and what he's doing and yeah. he's showing that and then that connects yeah. to the people as well, too, you know? And, and that's the thing, too. Like, I know a producer who's getting ready to travel for a whole year. And he's already kind of got it booked out. So he's a producer, engineer, and stuff like that. So he's going to be going around. He's going to do a travel 
vlog. It's like a travel vlog mixed with him doing studio sessions and stuff like that all across the country. And so he's got like this whole route mapped out. He's getting ready to start here soon, starting at like South by Southwest, right? And it's it's right of what you were just saying. You can get out and you can travel. You can have the vlog for it. And like this dude is going to get so much traction just by going out and doing something that he wanted to do. He's going to be seeing the country traveling, which is something he likes. And he's going to be m- making music with artists and stuff like that. He's got like a van. He's got like a little studio set up in his van. He's going excuse me and he's gonna go around and record and mix and master people and he's already got them like booked up and shit like that for like the whole year and like he's got like different connections that he has like like in atlanta at one of the big studios and stuff he he knows a dude who's like yeah when you get here come on in and we'll actually get in the big studio and blah 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 so he's like it's like a big he's going on a on a world tour essentially within the united states and going to have so much success and so much fun and so much enjoyment over it you know these artists can do the same thing like for instance i'm not trying to go back to it too much but you know these indie artists having this beef over this little fucking little thing well in fort wayne where they're beefing with people for no reason there are shows every single weekend i know a promoter who puts them on where they're always looking for openers for mid to high level artists coming through town. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers ain't doing that down in Indy like that, but they're doing it up. In yeah. Fort it's just like, yeah, it's like yesterday when we were doing, uh, doing our, um, artist spotlight, shout out to royalty. Mm-hmm. And, um, and when I told, when I looked up and saw one of those, one of festival that's going on there, Mm-hmm. Right, and just in hit Ohio, her up yeah. like, hey, it's like in Ohio, yeah. So it's like, look, guys, there, it's a lot of them out there. Hell, I even applied when I was into my jazz mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I even, I even submitted uh, my stuff to the Detroit Jazz Fest because I was like, man, I would love to go home and Hell play yeah. some crazy free jazz for them. But I didn't get selected, which I understood. They were looking for more ensembles and stuff, so right. that's understandable. Yeah, but that's true. They know not not they're getting into Jeep. They're yeah, I mean it would have totally been awesome. Yeah, dude, like to be like able to going go back, back home, home to Detroit level. and doing the Detroit Jazz Fest. Like that's a decent sized yeah, thing man. for those of y'all not from in the Midwest area. That's yeah. this is a decent thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it, it, yeah. A lot of people go there, dude. Trust me, there mm-hmm. are people who've traveled from yeah. near and far that's gone to the Detroit Jazz Festival because yeah. you got a lot of bands also that go there. That's from that's from different parts of the world man and yeah so so yeah so man you know guys like it's just you got man don't don't think that you can't find your audience Mm -hmm. like for real like when you got the internet and and just when with the way the internet and everything works man you can truly artists you can truly build build your brand you can find your brand and just build it from there and just build around it like and it's not understand this what branding is is bits and pieces of who you are and what you do and you go out there when when you put those together you put that in a package and sell it mm-hmm. right and the, re- and the reason I'm saying it like that, because 
you got and, and you got to understand this too. There are people who are not going to like what you do. Yep. Bottom line, there are going to be people out there who aren't going to like what you do. So whatever you do, make sure that you are ready to deal with the criticism. Mm -hmm. Cause it's going to be there. They're not going to like your product. There are people who are going to protest it, <laughs> right? They're going to protest it. There are people who are going to probably burn when it burnt. They're going to ban. They're going to, they're going to tell the world to ban it and everything else. I swear to you, mm -hmm. but you put it out there anyway. Yeah. Because the same Straight amount up. of fervor people are going to have against your stuff. You're going to have mm -hmm. a bunch of people who are going to have that same fervor for your stuff. So if you, if you take that negativity and you deflect it into positive shit, you know, you take all these people, you know, giving you, you use it as a fuel to help you put out more positivity and have more genuine connection with your fans. The ones that do like your stuff, it's all the better, man. And all let me say this too. You don't even have to be positive because I'm gonna tell you right now, because of these, be real with y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shoot from the hip with this bitch, dude. Okay. I am putting out satanic fucking metal. Do y'all understand me? Right. And you also brought up something we were talking about last night. We were at, Hark and I, we had a pretty private conversation. He said that he sees pain in me. And I'm going to let him know, and I'm letting the world know this. When I am in pain, that's when you see the best fucking art come out of me. Because I'm being honest. I'm stripping down every damn thing. And let me tell you, I am good. And when I strip down, I'm talking about me putting on the look that I'm going to have. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do have an image. And when I do wear that shit, it is because this is what I'm feeling. And I'm going to give you that very performance. Get ready for the true black hellion. Mm -hmm. And I mean just that. So yes, you may not be, you may, you're going to say, okay, this nigga's going negative. Yes, I am. Because <laughs> right. I am using that very darkness that I am going through and I'm going to channel that goddamn shit mm -hmm. and it's going to make me fucking cash. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it's what I do. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to add on a bunch of shit. I'm not trying to do a bunch of extra shit. I'm doing the things that I know I need to do. Number one, have that fucking dark, uh, have that dark, insane image mm -hmm. of the goddamn metal God who is the most evil son of a bitch in the world. It's there, dude. And that's it. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this. Why? Because in the, to, to add this, John Schneider from the Dukes of Hazard. Y'all remember old Bo Duke, Bo Duke from old Dukes of Hazard, right? He recently, and this is why I also brought up about Beyonce, because he recently said, he recently compared her music, her, her recent songs, to a dog making his, making a uh, mark in his territory, pretty much pissing the market's territory. That's what he compared it to. And shout out to Miss Laney Wilson. If you know who Miss Laney Wilson is, man. Mm -mm -mm. Let me just say this, darling. Thank you for you saying what you said because she told her, she said, come on home, girl. Mm. She's a goddamn, because she, she's saying it in a way like, she's. she says she's from Texas. 
So how could she not do country music? And also, Lainey said, this is a great time to be a country artist because you got people from all walks of life doing country now. And she's proud of that. And she's thick and booty ass white woman yes but she's a hell of a country artist i'll say that and ain't no but to it because she does have but anyway <laughs> she is she is no an amazing country artist to it honey she knows she got that vanilla milkshake let me talk to you <laughs> all right but dude but she straight up man she straight up went she straight up went to bat for her and mm. i'm like hell yeah you know so shout out to shout out to laney wilson for that man yeah and that kind of goes to what and I'm i was saying, saying that, how with every negative you're yeah. gonna have hella awesome positive that comes you know of the people that love you so you know you can take it like you're taking it and and using it for your fuel to create greatness that you're going to be doing kp here soon you can use the negativity as your power or like you know like i like to do or like some other people like to do ignore the negative focus on the positive and then ride that positive so it's completely your choice it's all personality traits you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely and and you know kp 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 knows how to focus it in the right ways you know and and so some people some of y'all may not know how to do that yet so just do what's best for you personally you know, KP yep. is going to demolish it with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I also got my, uh, I got a return from um, Taxi that I got, I got one of my, one of my um, instrumentals got returned mm -hmm. because it was, be, because it was more of an underscore than it was a trailer. Mm -hmm. So that was my fault of not really, I, I guess I didn't. I I didn't pay attention to being, to focus in it being a trailer. So that was my fault. But the cool thing they said is that I have really good horror. I write really good horror. I write great horror tracks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is uh, they said I really positive. got good. Yeah, that good underscore. Yeah, great, really good underscores for horror. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's one thing that's awesome. And I didn't about thought about that. Is that feedback. That's one thing yeah. I like about it. it. From what you've been telling me about it, is that feedback is raw. Because instead of them saying declined, try again. They actually like mm -hmm. give you some feedback. So like what they told you is like, yo, this is great horror, but it's better for an underscore. We wanted to, we wanted to trade it for this particular thing. Right. And so yep. then you could take that same piece of work and actually apply it to one that's looking for a horror underscore. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like yep. that. And, uh, and or keep, yeah. well, I could keep it because it's like, cause the way it's mixed and everything, it was like a good, it was mixed really good. Cause I didn't get any marks on that. Mm -hmm. It was just that it was, they said it was just, it was a straight up under, it was more right, of yeah. an underscore. It was just like the wrong. So I was like, yeah. so yeah, so it did. Yeah. So the mix was good. Mm -hmm. So everything was spot on. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, but just, it was just, so I'm like, okay. It was like a technicality so basically on the, keep on that the job. On there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, I can still keep that in mm -hmm. the files of my of my of my um taxi mm -hmm. uh pla um profile, and when an un when they need an underscore, boom, bam, there's that baby right there. Exactly, yeah, because they already gave you good marks on the quality of it and how it was great, blah blah blah. It just wasn't what this particular job was looking for. So when you sign the next one, boom, throw that one up in there, and then then if they kick it back, you're like, okay, hold on, hold on, talk to me here. What's up? Because you just said it was fucking good. Now you're saying is that what's up? You know. Mm. But that's one thing that's great about it has taxi to go under is they tell underscore. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like that's one thing about taxis that they'll tell you, you know. And yep. so any of y'all who are interested in 
sync licensing and stuff like that, hit up KP. You can reach him on any of the Music Making Sense podcast stuff. Just send a message on there, musicmakingsensepod.com for every and everything Music Making Sense pod, all the links to socials, streaming platforms, anything like that. Put a message down there. And, uh, you know, we both check it, you know, different things for different ones and everything like that. But anytime you want to ask a question to KP about sync licensing, feel free. You know, he'll help you out and everything yep. like that. If I get the message, I'll forward it over to him, everything like that. So, you know, yeah. that that's one of the key things about, you know, yeah, you've been listening to the podcast. I've been seeing the numbers grow. That first episode, that the part one that we did about with the Windy Day breakdown from that Windy Day video, it had a really, really good response across almost all platforms that it was on. It was yeah. one of the best streamed ones that we've had so far. Um, so <clears throat> that might have been that might have been some of the title, but I think the content was really, really on point with that as well, too. Um, so absolutely. So every one of y'all who who are tuning in, because I've been seeing regular listeners keep keep adding on every single one of y'all. Thank you, guys. Look, man. Go back and Fuck listen yeah. to the previous episodes as well, too. Um, but for those of y'all who haven't yet, you know, if you're thinking if you're if you ever thought about getting into sync licensing, which is like movie and video games, TV commercials, all that kind of stuff, placements for your musical compositions of any kind, you know, yep. hit up KP on any of the socials. Go to musicmakingsensepod.com. Excuse me. Go to musicmakingsensepod.com for all the socials, all the other streaming platforms. Maybe you're, you know, watching on YouTube. You really rather have the Spotify instead, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff. Go there, but you can. On the website, you can drop a message right there in the chat and get in touch with us. If you want to know more about sync licensing stuff, talk to KP, all right, because he went to the taxi conference. He's been working deep in it, and, you know, everybody has their own things that they are that they focus on yeah. that they're good at. You know, like for me, for instance, I focus a lot on internet-based creation of content and branding and growing in that realm of the marketing where I lack is focusing on like all the business technicals and stuff like that. I don't focus on that stuff whenever I'm working with artists. So, you know, right. but, but then also too, I, I've never even dabbled with sync licensing. I've done a little bit of it by like, you know, doing hooks for people and stuff like that technically, but like nothing like right. what KP does. So if you're ever interested in that, you know, if you're if you're more into metal or rock or anything like that, any of that kind of stuff, KP is a, an awesome resource for that information. On previous episodes, he's went in more depth, like he, like he did here today, talking about that side of things. But you just need to go check out previous episodes. Keep tuning in. Every single week, we build on the weeks prior with information. We don't yeah. just come out of blue. It's not, you know, drive-by fire type of shit. We're building on different things. We reference previous episodes. So make sure you all go check all that out and and keep tuning back in here every single week. You know, we're going to start having more artist spotlights, which is really, really dope. Yeah. Um, where we sit down, we talk to artists and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and, and just talk to them, get them, you know, get them to actually be able to be like, hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm about, everything like that. Since we are a music marketing podcast and, you know, music marketing is, you know, our thing, you know, we we have a music marketing bend with it. You know, we talk about different marketing angles that we think they could take and talk about stuff like that. So if you're an artist, I mean, it's damn near a consultation with me and KP is what, is what the spotlights yeah. are. You know, it's where you can promote yeah. yourself, but it's also a little consultation as well. Drop something in the socials, drop something in, you know, musicmakingsensepod.com. Hit us up 
and we'll get you popped on with another one. So just keep Hell tuning yeah. on in here and get ready uh, for the darkness provided to you by KP. As soon as he gets all his, uh, well, it wouldn't be ducks, it'd be bats in a row. I think it was some darkness animals, <laughs> right? Not ducks, it was bats. As soon as he gets all of his bats in a row. Demons in but, a row. Yeah, the demons and the <laughs> bats and the fucking goblins in a row. Yeah, as soon as he gets all that shit in a row, yeah, yeah, yeah. then he will be, uh, we will drop links and everything like that in there too for you. So uh, until next time, anything else, KP? You know who we are powered, you know oh, who yeah, um, power, powered, powered by, by Riverside. Powered by Riverside <laughs> FM. All right, we'll see you all in the it. next episode. Cue the crazy music. You know it. This is the only dancing I do. It's just some head bobbing shit. I'm moving my shoulders and my hips <laughs> just a little bit, though. Only a little bit. Now you got to move the neck, KP, the neck. I got to follow you. <laughs> you got to do the neck, KP. You got to do the neck. I'm moving the I neck. I just did. I did. No, you got the stiff the neck, neck on that shit. Like you swallowed a Viagra. Uh, you there you just... go. Yeah, you got to move the neck. You got to get the fucking, <laughs> you got to get the weeble wobble like you're an alien and shit. Like, look, I look like I'm an alien with my neck all stretched out and shit. <laughs> you <a> long neck ass. <laughs> exactly. We right. out, y'all. Holla. <laughs>